It's podcast time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bobblecast. I'm your host, Herstat, and with us today we have Paper Horse. Hello. Uh, Commander Pig. Hi. Yoshi-san. Hi. Musashi. Hi, everyone. And Estivate. So. <laughs> so our <laughs> topic for today uh, is the most recent anime episode in Japan. Uh, and so, Estivate, you could uh, summarize that for us. Okay, so the 50th episode of Best Wishes is Satoshi's fourth gym battle, and the episode title is called The Ryman Gym, Magnificent Electric Shock Battle. And Satoshi versus the model and gym leader, Kamitsure. Satoshi plans to use Gamagaru against Kamitsura's Zebraika. Gamagaru scores a victory, but loses to Kamitsura's Amonga speedy, flying-type moves. Satoshi then uses Starja next to counter Amonga, but Satoshi's strategy of using Attract fails on her, because, well, Amonga's a girl. And Starja, who is unable to counter with a proper strategy, falls mercilessly to Amonga's flying-type moves as well. Throughout the battle, Pikachu becomes increasingly frustrated with Satoshi's overthinking. So, Pikachu manages to convince Satoshi to use him during the battle. Satoshi goes back to use to his roots and improvises the rest of his strategies. Pikachu manages to scrape a victory against Amonga and comes to his final Pokemon, Shibishirasu, earning Satoshi his fourth batch. Back to you, Harisat! Okay, uh, thank you for that, Estivate. Uh, so, what did you guys think about this episode? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Was it just kind of big eh? What do you guys think? It was okay, but it's just... It's like yet another gym battle that the writers just messed up in best wishes. I don't know why they just have so much trouble writing them. But I think the main problem with this episode is that the writer for this one just isn't very good at battles. His name is Junki Takagami. And if you look at Bulbapedia and all the episodes he's done, you can see that he's mainly character episodes, especially rocket episodes. Like, that's what he really likes to do. So I'm not sure why he was assigned a gym episode. You can easily tell there was just, like, a lot of fillers we could get around actually writing strategies. And so that's why I think there was a problem with the episode. My main problem with the episode is exactly how out of character everyone seems to be. Like, Satoshi is the type of trainer that doesn't really think ahead of time, but then you, we've seen evidence of him before, of showing strategy, of showing, like, using his head beforehand, and then this episode seems to focus on the fact that he did use his head and then he was overthinking. But the fact is, he's always, like, at least thought before the battle, and there's nothing out of the ordinary to how much he thought. And there's the focus on the fact that he was overthinking was just really grating. No, I agree. I thought this episode wasn't that great. Uh, the only thing I liked about it was Elisa, because I think she's a really cool gym leader, and at least it's cool to see her in the anime. And I just think she's really interesting. Except I didn't like her last Pokemon. I time. Tynamo, sorry, I'm trying to remember the name, the English name. But yeah, that's the only thing about her that I didn't like was that she used that Pokemon. I don't know. I actually like Tynamo. I, I mean, I, I might be biased, but I thought that was kind of cool because none of the, none of, none of really, Ash hadn't seen it. The fans in the stadium hadn't seen it. The, the anime, the, the, if you go break the fourth wall, the people watching the show hadn't really seen it in the show either. It was kind of a cool way to introduce introduce that Pokemon. Yeah, but it didn't really do much. Yeah. Wow. Chibi also was interesting, but then the fact is is that it was just, at that point, the battle just became, I'm going to hit you, you're going to hit me back, yada yada. The only, like, good part of, like, strategy-wise that was used the entire battle was when Pikachu used um, Thunderbolt to smoke up the entire auditorium. And that was the only 
part of the bottle that was actually like written well. Well, I'm gonna be Mr. Unpopular Opinion, but I really like this episode. Um, I'm to admit I'm like Mr. Easily Impressed and stuff, but I really like the fact that Ash was like strategizing or whatever, though even though he's overthinking, it's a bit out of character, but I, then again, I I don't focus much too much on the anime, so I really do enjoy it, but what I really liked from this episode is the, how Pikachu is acting, because um, this is like rare now to have Pikachu have some sort of personality with him, like him being pissed and the way he went up and at, went to Ash and reacted the way he did, it was it was really interesting. Many people said, "Oh, I didn't like how Pikachu overshadowed everything in that particular episode," but I really enjoyed it because it was it was it's like I really liked Pikachu. I really like Ash's Pikachu, and it's really um, to see him having a personality instead of just being generic electric rat for a million episodes. It's a plus for me. I agree completely. I am still a Pikachu fan ever since the beginning. So it was really funny. I actually laughed out loud when Pikachu was trying to convince Ash to use him the the gym battle. And I was really I was really happy with the Pikachu's and Ash's interaction. And he just his personality just shone. I was really happy. Yeah. That's something I was going to mention, too, that, like, starting with the Subway episodes, you notice that Pikachu actually has a personality, and he's, like, he's kind of acting like Meowth does all the time, except, you know, you just can't understand him. It's like, finally, where has that part of his character been all these years? Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. It was nice not just to have Pikachu being, like, a weight on Ash's shoulder all the time. Another thing that, I, that kind of annoyed me in the episode was the fact that none of... Uh, Kamitsure's Pokemon were knocked out uh, by like an attack. They're all thrown into the wall, and that's how they all got knocked out. Yeah, that that bugged me because it, I felt it was a bit lazy and animation-wise. Like they, why all three Pokemon hit the same wall the same exact way? It's like I don't know. It's just it just that bugged me. Like it makes me feel like that they're just like de-emphasizing gym battles in this series for some reason and I really don't understand why they're just kind of like passing them over like they're nothing Agreed, I hated the fact that the, that the gym battle itself was treated like a joke And you know, at, the interesting thing is that they, they had they had Kamitsure with, with definitely, she definitely had the momentum for the first half of the of the battle I mean, it was almost she took out two of his Pokemon with just, with just you know, Amonga. And I don't know, I felt like the way that they turned to the tide of the battle was almost a bit artificial. Uh, you know, I mean, that's what I think. Well, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Agreed. It was so Des Ex Machina. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's like... I just don't understand why Junki Takigami was assigned this episode when he just can't do battles at all except goofy stuff like this. And with how like how long we've been waiting for this gym battle, that's something else that we haven't uh, brought up yet. It was like forever between the third battle and the fourth gym battle. 
then we just get Junki Takegama giving us this lulzy thing with all this filler and poor fighting. It's like, this yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah. It is I mean, disappointing. Oh, yeah, and another thing with the whole... I didn't like how Alelsa's Imonga also knew a track. And it's obvious they reused animation from Iris's Imonga from the music. It's it's just I don't know why does the show love to move a track suddenly. Yeah, that too. I agree with that. Yeah, they've been spamming that move a lot in Best Wishes. Like it was fine at first, but now it's like show me something new, please. Well, it would it be something to... if they animated it a different way, but the fact is that they use the same girls, they use the same exact attack, and they attack in the same exact way. I think we've seen the, the animation for Trash like, what, 15, 20 times now? Yeah. Yeah, there's really nothing new to it. You're right, it was fun when we first saw it in, at the be- beginning of Best Wishes, because I, I really liked how the Snivy was a girl, and I thought it was just really cool, but now it's just boring. Yeah, because three, like three Pokemon knows attract Amolga, um, Tsutarja, and um, Minchino, and it's like it's always the same result. Like, like um, Rocky Girl said before, the same result. Like, and attract is like, it's different from the game it's like in the games the pokemon can still attack but it'll like it'll be on and off but here they like completely immobile and it's like it's lazy in my opinion in diamond and pearl it was different because i know an ambipom um contest battle she was still able to use moves while under the effect of attract and i don't know why best wishes has just kind of ignored that because dp used it more realistically yeah, almost all of the main cast has a Pokemon in the nose attract. I mean, I guess only Dent is the only one who doesn't have one. I mean, I guess you could give it to Stunfisk, but I don't, I don't know. Um, but this brings up a good point. All you guys are talking about uh, the different how how this is this has been a part of Best Wishes, um, and Best Wishes has uh, just passed the one year mark. It came out started coming about this time a year ago. So. Uh, now that we're at the one year mark, uh, what do you guys think about Best Wishes as a whole so far? I still really like it as a whole. I mean, I know a bunch of, like, there's a lot of conflicting issues on the Rockets, but I really like the way they are. I know the earthquake messed up the big plasma thing, but even considering everything together, I like I like how the, the main three, Ash and Iris and Silent, act together, and they have really good chemistry. And the rockets are being kept to a minimum. And when we do see them, they're serious and they have good plans. And even though there's some disappointments, like, I really wish that there was kind of like more of a female Coley, like in DP. But even though they don't have that and the gym bells aren't as good, I think overall it's like really enjoyable and a nice change of pace from what we had in DP. Mm. Um, I'll admit, in the beginning of uh, Best Wishes, I was like uber, uber excited, especially because of Mento, since uh, one of my favorite voice actors was going to be playing him, and he just seemed absolutely fabulous. And I still hold this opinion to this very day that Dento is like one of the best characters in Pokemon. 
like, and probably like in my entire anime viewing career, he's still one of my favorites. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the individual episodes of Best Wishes have been um, really enjoyable. Like the fillers, I think, are more well thought out and like really just hilarious. Like uh, the episode with the ducks. <laughs> like, that was a good one. Yes, it's drawing a blank right now since it's been a while, but and like the Hitomoshi episode was really good too. Um, but like I don't know, a, a few aspects that made uh, Diamond and Pearl really enjoyable for me they just aren't present in Best Wishes right now. Like the presence of a main um, a main rival that was just like a really strong main rival like shooty obviously isn't providing that right now i absolutely just uh, abhor him <laughs> um at the beginning i wanted to like him like people say that paul fans like are, are, like they aren't allowed to like shooty or something because he's like he just took over Paul's role. And, you know, I wasn't really like that. I wanted to give him a chance, and I thought he looked pretty, and, like, all this other stuff. But, like, every episode he's in, he's disappointed me more and more. Um, I, I guess I guess the episode where uh, Ash and Shooty battled last was okay because it showed Shooty's past a little. But, uh, like, it was never, like, brought up again, really. Like... I hope they develop it in the Attaku episode, but yeah, Best Wishes has been like on and off for me. Yeah, I wish they had like a strong plot to keep me interested, but like the only real like continuous plot there is is like the Team Rocket uh, arc, and I'm not really, you know, that interested in it to be honest. I'm sorry, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um. My I didn't kill you, Figgy. I know it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think in general, the writing is too inconsistent for me to like still have a very good opinion on it. Like step down, it's a big step down from Diamond and Pearl story-wise. I will admit that story, like Diamond and Pearl, was driven by Shinji and Satoshi's uh, like conflict, as Commander Pig will let you know. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> as well as the galactic episodes and etc. But character-wise, I think in terms of best wishes, like in terms of the main trio, it's a real big step up. The main trio actually has chemistry. They're enter- they're for the most part very entertaining. I will also agree in the sense that I think Dent is one of the best characters that have ever come to the show. Um, individual episodes, they're entertaining, but story-wise, just best wishes just suffers from being so inconsistent. Battle-wise, um, main story-wise, it's very underwhelming. Uh, again, I'll bring up Judy. I'll also bring up the fact that battles again are being treated like a joke um and here i'll move on to iris in general as a character i think she's entertaining i think she's cute i find her voice actress very likable but in general i also think she's very inconsistently written um some of the detractors will say that she's a bit of a mary sue in that a lot of her plot points are um just go her way and i really cannot disagree with that um if you think towards the dawn battle like that almost ruined her character completely for me because of the way that she just seemed to fly through the tournament without any of her struggles being like like successfully mastered through her own like struggle and growth. Oh, the Dawn Tournament. Oh my god, don't bring that up again. Um, I was really excited for the Dawn Tournament. 
tournament because of the attack battle tournament in DP, and I thought, oh, maybe this will be similar, but I was no. so wrong. Like, nothing turned out the way I wanted it to turn out, which <laughs> it sounds selfish, I know, but like, I think mm. what made it like absolutely horrible for me was the fact that Iris won. And it's not like the fact that the character won. No, no, no. Like, it's just, there was nothing really leading to her winning. Like, we never really saw her as, like, too much of a competent trainer before. So we couldn't gauge her abilities. So, like, her winning out of the blue against Pikachu, nonetheless. Like, I don't know. Like, he, he, he had, like, every single uh, advantage, like, Doryuzu did to Pikachu. Yeah, and I thought, I'll like... Yeah, yeah, the way they chose that matchup was just really unfair. Um, well, my general opinion on best wishes is, like, it's, I'm, since, like I mentioned before, I'm, like, Mr. I'm optimistic and I don't focus on certain things that much. Though, like, I really like best wishes. It's, like, mostly them from somewhat nostalgia because... I like the first season, but not as much as I used to. But Best Wishes has that vibe of um, original original series. Like it seems like they're trying to stem back into that, though it also hurt also hurts them because you know, like now Ash seems like he's been stunted back, and um then um. Like the gyms aren't getting as much focus as, or good, good things happen with them. Um, though, but generally, I really like best wishes. I really like the characters. I may have some issues with like Shooty and the way they treat the way they um treat Iris in this particular episode, in this particular series. I'm a really big Iris fan, but I can't ignore certain things about it like how they just rushed with um with her development either seemingly like plot magic or they seems like they're trying to oh we oh yeah there's this girl here we need to do something about it with just one episode and they'll just do that for her and then the rest of the time they don't do anything else and then it's like, oh, we just remembered that Iris was here. Yeah, like, does anyone feel like Iris's development is, like, really concentrated in small doses? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Like, I think that it should have been paced out, especially early on in the series, when we're starting to get a feel for the characters. But, like, I thought that her story was going to go well uh, during Best Wish. Is nine with the Pendra and everything, and like a lot of things were alluded to her past, but like yeah. none of them were really brought up until like episodes later, which I found really annoying. Yeah, they um, left that one issue with Doryuzu sitting there for thirty episodes. Oh yeah, I like that though. I like it was so annoying with like like older series how everything was resolved in one episode, and I like that they stretched it out more. But I think that. Doryuzu, like, coming around should have been stretched out for a lot longer than just one episode and, oh, oh we're best yeah. friends again. I sort of agree. Like, I would have felt like that she'll, he'll listen, but it's not like, oh, they're buddy-buddy and they'll still have some trust issues. But, um, yeah. Though I do particularly like the reasoning they did why Doryuzu stopped listening to her 
instead of the usual, oh, I'm better than you, so you don't deserve me or whatever. It's um, though I agree with the whole Iris episode focuses. I though personally, I blame the whole Team Rocket plot. Sorry, Rocket Girl, because they <laughs> focus so much on those on the meteorite and everything. Like, like every five minutes of certain episodes, it's about the Team Rocket plot. And then when we finally get there, that unfortunate earthquake happened. So it's like it led to nothing. And then suddenly like, oh, yeah, we have this girl here. We need to do something about it. Like, when was her last focus episode? Oh, episode nine. Um, let's, oh, yeah, let's just let, let's um, give her a goal. It, like, just out of the blue, just give her a goal. Yeah. She wants to be a Dragon Master now. Oh. It wasn't <laughs> really out of the blue. Like, they were hinting from the beginning that she was doing other stuff. They just didn't want to say what yet for I don't know what reason. But I wouldn't say it was out of the blue. No, it wasn't. Like, especially in the beginning, since Iris was kind of, like, all secretive about what she wanted to do. And I thought That's that the reveal... That's what I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, I thought the reveal would be a bit more dramatic, but exactly. it really wasn't. <laughs> Well, I, maybe they thought we'd all think she was a gym leader, and so they wanted to say, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I really, like, her goal, particular goal, is not really that good in the, in the Unova region. There's only three dragon types, and yeah, it seems like she's, and she's only destined to have her Kiba go, it seems like. Now that we're on the subject of Kiba go, that... Okay, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and go back to the Bond tournament again, but again, this is just development that just comes out of nowhere and then nothing that was alluded to. Um, I will give Iris this. Her goal was alluded to from the beginning. Um, I liked the gradualness that came with her initial development. I just don't like the approach that they're taking with the character now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of inclined to agree and sort of disagree. Like, I feel like some people feel they're mostly plot conveniences, though I have to disagree with the whole Hibago learning Dragon Rage. Some people say, oh, that was just a plot convenience. Like, I don't think so, because we've seen her train with Hibago. No, I know, um, I know Outrage was just out of the blue, but when people say it was a plot convenience for Dragon Rage, I'm like, how can you say that? Because we've seen her train with Dragon Rage for since episode 9 and he finally learned in episode 30 and that was a plot convenience? No. No, it was not. I don't know. It, I think it was just like the context in which it happened and like this, well, if, if that hadn't happened, she would have lost the entire tournament and uh, don't kill me, but I kind of would have preferred that. <laughs> Outrage, yeah. Outrage made me outrage because that was just out of nowhere. <laughs> no, like outrage. Like why out? No, why outrage? Like the whole Don tournament is like. I'm a big Irish fan, and I did not like that whole the way it was for her. Like it was so easy for her while everyone else was struggling. I'm like. Why did suddenly Cuba go low outrage? It should have. It could have just learned dual chop or some other <laughs> type. That would have been cute, like its little arms swinging around. Uh, <laughs> chop you. But no, it learns outrage and then it one shots it and it's 
it's just bad writing. I don't know. It's it's really unfair for her character the way yeah, that she's written because she has potential, a lot of potential. Oh god, it's not there. Best wishes has like so much potential. I think like at the beginning, it it like it opened up so many doors that they could have like opened and developed on, but they didn't. Especially with Shooty. Like during the Dawn tournament, when I heard that Shooty was gonna lose to Dento, I was just like freaking out because I was like, holy crap, yes. This will be Shooty's time to shine. He's going to, like, uh, like repent over this somehow. No, none of that happened. Oh. Yeah. The only he good thing left. about the Dawn battle tournament for me was Cabernet was there. Oh, and yes. oh Cabernet. <laughs> I think the rivals are being so well-written. Elle, yeah. Cabernet, Langley, uh, Kenyon. Kenyon. I love Kenyon. He's like... <laughs> yeah, Yoshi loves Kenyon. He's <laughs> my absolutely favorite character of Best Wishes. It's like, I don't know, like, probably his character design, and then, I don't know, he's, like, a cool, pretty cool person. He seems like one of those characters at first, like, oh, he's gonna be, like, a jerk or something, but he's nice, pretty cool, and it's, and he's nice per, ah, I just really like Kenny. <laughs> like, he's favorite character. Like a calmer version of Morrison, in a way. Yeah. What do you think? What do you guys think will happen with the characters um, way down the road after this year's up? Well, I hope they all come. You mean the rivals or just everyone? Everyone. Well, I was going to say, focusing on the rivals, I do hope that Ken Kenyon and Cabernet and Langley, they all come back a lot because I think uh, that's one of the reasons why I really do love Best Wishes is because of them. Exactly. Yeah, they'll pick up the slack where it's lacking. Yeah. <laughs> if I had um, to put it in kind words. <laughs> like, um, main character-wise, like, I feel um, they really need to in- explore the backstory for Dent. Like, I don't know, like, we know everything about Ash. We've seen glimpse of Iris's past, but we know nothing about Dent. All we know is, like, it's a jack-of-all-trades. And but master of none. History. Yeah, a little history for Dent because I would like to see why he's afraid of purloins. <laughs> I, I think that's just supposed to be like one of the wolsey tidbits that they put in the anime for like no reason. It's like okay, let's make Dent like afraid of purloin. Okay. <laughs> for example, Hikari and Puzzle and Minin, or Haruka and being almost caught by her mother. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as for Best Wishes Future, I just want to say that the first 50 episodes of DP were just like an advanced generation retread, and then things got a lot better. So I think for those that don't like it, that the writers are just trying to find their steps right now, and that I think the rest of Best Wishes will get better. Yeah, yeah I hope I so. Really... Hopefully. <laughs> And no one can use the argument that, like, the series has just started or whatever. Like, it's pretty far in right now. I think yeah, it's, it's just a quarter of the way through, though. Yeah. I'm not making the comparison to DP, because, like, this is going to be about 200 episodes. And it always takes awesome. a while for the writers to kind of find their way. So I think things will improve now that, yeah, like, everything's kind of started. Also, like, that big elephant in the room, Team Plasma... Because we know and it's gonna appear eventually in this series. And <laughs> I think he will. I'm pretty sure he's gonna appear because he's a major character in in black and white games. And 
if he doesn't appear, it's just it's just jarring. And the whole plasma thing, it's I feel that if when plasma appears, that's where she'll be a bit better. I just hope fans like don't hold this whole plasma thing against the show because it's really not the writer's fault that they haven't premiered yet. There's like who knows what's going on behind the scenes and they're probably still negotiating how they're going to premiere them at all, so I think that the fan base should cut the writers some slack when it comes to Plasma, at least. I agree. Oh, no, I totally agree, yeah. I'm not really, like, fixated on Plasma that much. Just on, just on Dento, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it sounds like you guys really like uh, uh, Best Wishes overall? Yeah. Mm, par- parts Meh. yes, parts no. Yeah, right. parts yes, parts no. I like it overall. Me too. I'm like excited to see ball. where the Rockets plot were going because lots of people have said, oh, the Rockets are getting so much focus. We'll just go somewhere at the end of Best Wishes. And I think it might lead to them leaving. But I guess we'll see because I think there's still something more planned for them that we don't know yet. I just have that feeling. I really hope so. Me I mean, too. I'm getting impatient with the Rockets. I mean, I do love them still, but I'm starting to get a little impatient. I want them to kind of move the plot forward with them a bit more. I thought the the Nyasu arc was like a huge step in the right direction because for years and years he has just been like background doing nothing and like this is the first time in I don't know how long that he's actually shown a personality and got to have like a major role in things and interact with other people and it's like finally this is what I've been waiting years and years to see like more of this please oh that was excellent I'm so glad yeah. that happened and the thing is it was funny how I I got used to it right away seeing Nyasu with the, the twerps, I got used to exactly. it so mm-hmm. quickly. And right. he just fits in with them so much better than Sashi and Kojiro. It's just like, I really wish he could have stayed with the twerps. And I wasn't surprised he didn't go, I mean, he didn't stay. But all the same, it would be nice if maybe he could, like, at the end of the series. He just okay. clicked yeah, so much I better mean, with them. Um, Especially Dento. Dento. They were so cute. Yeah. I do think though that as a plot device, it was used very, it was used very nicely. Um, I mean, if it weren't for that whole thing, we wouldn't have gotten this whole epic one-hour <laughs> two-parter with the Subway Twin. Yeah. I, I thought that was really good. Exactly. I really liked what Satoshi said at the end. He was he was all like, "We have the Pokemon, we won." But by the way, I really enjoyed. I'm traveling with you, and then Yashi just got so mad and flew off. And then Pikachu got mad, but Satoshi was all, no, it's okay, we'll get them next time. So I just like how he he kind of showed, like, this attitude with Nyasu. Like, he's mad at him, but at the same time, oh, yeah, it was fun traveling with you, you know, just to kind of get him. Um, My heart is breaking. (laughs) (laughs) That really was a high point. The sub, the whole Nyasu arc leading up to the subway two-parter. I think that so far that is my favorite arc of all of Best Wishes. So we, uh, so uh, black, uh, not black and white. Best Wishes has isn't the only thing that has uh, passed uh, a year uh, recently. The the video games, um, black and white, came out about this time last year. One of the, the interesting things that the video games brought with it uh, was. Uh, the dream world, and that was really the first time uh, that we had, you know, interactivity with the internet 
uh, with the video games. I mean, we had the GTS in Generation Four, but you really it was really confined to the to the DS, uh, and there really wasn't much. Like, but now, uh, but with now with with the Dream World, you 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 put Pokemon on the internet. You go on with your computer, and you go and you go and and play with them there. I guess. Uh, would you guys call the Dream World a success? Do you like it? Uh, what are your opinions? Well, personally, for me, I it's the Dream World is like fifty fifty for me. Like the good, like you can do a lot of stuff. You can catch certain Pokemon with abilities that they can't have in, in the game, and it's fun. You get all these items and stuff. But then again, like. You, it feels more like an afterthought after a while. Like you don't think about the dream world when you're playing the game competitive, competitively. Well, personally for me, because I haven't been on the dream world since for a while now. I used to go on it almost every day, but now, like I haven't been on it for a while. It's like it's more of an afterthought. Also, the whole internet thing, like. I recently made my internet private and my DS because my po- particular Pokemon game can't do it privately. I would, can't be able to go on. So that's one problem. And um, then I there's the rest of my things is like nitpicks. Like you can't tell what how many points you have at all. So you can get better Pokemon. And it's like it's it seems like you have to do it religiously. Instead of just going on occasionally to get the better Pokemon. Um, you can check how many points you have. If you just look at your profile. <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I feel like the purpose of the Dream World is good. Like, you go there to capture, like, cool Pokemon that have all these abilities that you would never dream they would have before. But it feels like a chore after a while. There's not really that much interactivity you can do with it. Like there are only a few, a handful of games that you can play, and even though like some of them are really fun and addicting, like it would be great if they would introduce more games, and like if more areas were available for us to travel, and I think that there should be like more special events, maybe like as incentive to go on the Dream World. I haven't really been like religiously going on every day. Like, I, I think I'm only up to the cloudy place so I can capture the poison heal Gliscor, which I haven't, by the way. I'm still trying. <laughs> but, yeah. I only went on the Dream World once because I just, I thought it was too time-consuming. So that's why, for me, it's something that didn't really work out. But go ahead. I thought, I thought it was just okay. I mean, it was kind of weird at first to be playing Pokemon on your computer but after that novelty wore off, it was just kind of like a boring point-and-click game. I know they have some sort of scary mansion expansion out now, but I don't really want to play it for the same reason as everyone else. It's just, like, too time-consuming. You have to do it too much, and it just gets kind of dull after a while. That's, yeah, why, I I, that's why I never really did it. Uh, I, I, I think I went on once, if at all, uh, and... I think I think definitely for the older audience, it's definitely not something that a lot of the fandom likes uh, because it's just it's they're kind of in, almost inane games and they don't really get you don't get much quality out of them. However, I do think that that Nintendo did succeed in their goal of of getting the interactivity with 
with the the DS and the computer, um, and and kind of moving the games just off their handheld systems and, and more into to get more of a dispersion among different aspects of culture. Um, it was a good first step, but I feel like people just use the Dream World to like get certain Pokemon. I mean, that's why I go to the Dream World for like competitive battling reasons. And yeah. other than that, I don't I don't really care much for it. Like if if Nintendo incorporated another reason to go on the Dream World, I I think it might be like more successful or if any other uh, internet activity games that they can think of in the future can incorporate another reason, I, I don't know. Well, the thing that bugs me about the black and white games in general, how they made the only way you can get berries is due to Dream World. Uh. And, and it's like, I don't know. It's like it's an inconvenience for those who like don't have internet or it's like not too bothered to just, it's like too bothered to just actually go online, submit their Pokemon into the thing, then go and just pick some berries. Yeah, it feels like they're basically forcing you on the dream world in order to get everything you want, and that's not a way to make people happy. Yeah. yeah. So I think overall, our response is it's a good first step, but at this point, it's not really, I wouldn't call it a success. Would you guys say that? Yeah, yeah. I'd say that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, that wraps up uh, Bulbacast for today. Uh, a couple things that I uh, want to point you guys towards before we head off. Um, their question of the week question is still up because we haven't gotten very many responses. Uh, you can find that in the Bulbacast switchboard on Bulba Garden forums. Um, it's towards the bottom, uh, and the, it, it's a sticky, so it'll be right at the top, and you can go and answer that. And if uh, your question, your answer is good, we, you'll get it heard read on Bulbacast. So that's fun. Another thing uh, that's it's kind of cool what's happening is the Halloween thread is happening on Bulba Garden. And so that's always a, a really fun thing to do. Um, and you can find that at uh, bmgf.bulbagarden.net slash f285 slash Halloween dash party dash 2011 dash a dash 119912. And that was a lot and it was fast, but you but can find it. There's also an, a global announcement at the top of every forum that you can click to to get to it. So don't worry about trying to remember that address. Just Go to yeah. any form and click on the global the global announcement that Ghost wrote up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a new. It's also that you can find that in Fun and Games. Uh, another thing that you can is new is we have for National Bubble Graphic we have a new forum uh, for discussion of the art the featured articles. So if you could go, if you want to go and talk about the articles you read on there, that would be great. Um, otherwise, uh, I think that wraps up Bubblecast. This is Hurstat signing off. Have a good one, everyone.